Welcome to the San Antonio Realty Pros Podcast, where your host, David Karras and Stephen Randolph, dispel real estate myths and take you through the real estate buying and selling process with tons of tips, tricks, and life hacks when it comes down to the most important decision most people will ever make. So, Happy New Year. It is the first, well, not the first, but... It was the first weekend yeah, in the New Year. For sure. And, you know, we didn't record hardly any episodes, and now we're getting kind of back in the swing of things. So I wanted to bring in a little recap, like, what did you do during your holiday? Kind of what I did. Worked. Did, did you work a lot or I not? worked. I took half a day off for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you can see... Steven and I, if you haven't seen our, our Facebook Live videos, on New Year's Day, we were yeah. going around to all of our listings and doing live videos right from there to kind of highlight the, the listings that we have, you know, be committed and resolved to continuing our push for our clients to make sure that we're maximum representing them. Um, and it was fun. It was fun to just cruise around yeah, the two of us. Uh, making little videos and, and talking and kind of game planning for 2019 and how we're we're going to crush it for our clients. And Yesterday know. would have been a way better day to do that, though, because it was beautiful. The sun was shining. There was no wind hardly at all. Yeah, it was like 75 degrees. Anybody can work in good weather, right, exactly. right? When it's like 30 degrees outside and wet and yucky and yeah. on a holiday. We don't need no fair weather realtors. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll... We'll get into the trenches. That's what happens when you get a couple of crusty veterans as uh, uh, your realtor. You know, we're yeah. not afraid of. We've slept in the rain. You know, mm-hmm. I love that that little cartoon. You know, it was like you know it had the Marine Corps, and it was like, oh, it's raining. I wish it was raining more. Yeah. And then the Army's like, if it's not raining, we're not training. That's and right. the Navy's like, oh, hey, it's raining. That sucks or whatever. Yeah. And then the Air Force is like, this sucks. And then they got a picture of, like the cable out or whatever. So, <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, so it's. I like that. Their phones are dead. They can't get on Instagram. What's today? Today's Sunday. We've been working yep. pretty much all day doing podcasts, going out and looking at new things for us. But uh, um, did you was, do anything special for the, the holiday? Um, you know, we planned on trying to go out of town to visit my sister in Mississippi. But given the current state of the real estate market, and I've got clients that I needed to make sure that were you know taken care of and and uh, I had some things that I wanted to do, and I wasn't quite ready to to walk away from the from what I have responsible, you know, ability wise. So I, I we kind of lounged around the house when I was able to, but um, you know, I think it was super important to take that downtime to focus on some key points, like you know, in the in your day to day thing uh, with real estate, you're you're you've got probably a thousand things going on, and you're trying to do this and this and that, but when you have like what I call downtime is when I don't have to be in seven places in the day. I can, I really only have a couple things that I really need to attend to. And it gives me a lot of time to focus my energy in certain areas that I've been lacking or that I think that I, I need to work on. And so kind of like what you do is you've been getting into the computer stuff here a little bit more. I've noticed you've been yeah, trying, I'm, to- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be your Padawan yeah. for all your Star Wars fan out there. So yeah. Steven is the tech Jedi mm-hmm. and I am just a, but a Padawan. Yeah. But, uh, so it's really cool to like kind of find out, um, you know, where your weaknesses are and to try to, 
to, to make it a little bit better. <clears throat> and what ends up happening is you end up going through a big learning process. And, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool to learn new things, even though um, people say, you know, the, the old adage is you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But they technology is making things so much easier. It's just a couple of clicks and, and mouse drags here and there to make a really good video. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing the virtual that's, walkthroughs. That's what I've been doing. You know, just another thing to... I wanted to play with it, see if it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are more about watching video than doing the work themselves. So, you know, as you know, Stephen and I, we do 3D Matterport tours on all of our listings just as another way of adding value to our clients and to expand the marketing. Well, what I've done is I've taken that another step further and I now take that Matterport tour and I capture it and I actually do a virtual walkthrough of the house as if I'm showing the property myself hey over here you have this this is fantastic this is the greatest this is beautiful whatever it is uh, look at this terrific feature or upgrade and so I'm doing that for my listings and Steven's gonna start doing it for his listings and putting it out on uh, our marketing platforms so that if we happen to come across a viewer versus a doer they can sit back, take about eight to ten minutes or so, watch the tour of the home mm-hmm. from the comfort of their home, their their house or their car or wherever they're at. You know, technology is never ending anymore. And uh, although I am old, I don't know if I consider myself a dog, so maybe I can learn new tricks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would. You know, we do the the three D tours, which is great. The Matterport is amazing. Um, but there's certain things that when you go through that, it's quiet. There's no sound. There's no music and Adding the the voiceover narration to it gives it a different feel. It gives it a different effect. Um, and it may be the extra decider on the person to say, hey, look, I really want to go look at this feature. I He just told me that it has this amazing jacuzzi tub, but what, I mean, how do the controls look in, in person? Like, we're, you know, different stuff like that. And um, talking about the sizes of the rooms, but, and they can see it, but when they, if they see it and they, in pictures, whatever, but I feel like if you add that voice, um, it gives it a little bit more depth. And also, it may make the person decide, like, I want to go see the house mm-hmm. uh, now yeah. because now I'm more interested. Hey, it worked. So one of my listings I've been having, because of the market mm-hmm. that it's in, it's been difficult to get showings. I've done marketing out the yin-yang for this home. And when I did that video... Within an hour, I had somebody asking if that home was still available. Mm-hmm. And so we're now talking and conversing back and forth. I'm waiting for him to reply to me. My last question was, would you like to set up a time to go see the house? Yeah. So I'm waiting for him to come back because we, we've parlayed a little bit. Yeah. So I went in to for the kill, if you will, to say, hey, do you want to come see the property? Yep. And so... It's adding that extra dynamic, that new dimension to the marketing. And it's, I, that's it's, all it is. 2019 is a new year. It's all yeah. new marketing, new strategies. What's what's not working, get rid of it. What is working, keep it. What can, what aren't we doing and what can we do now? Yeah, and we, we want that engagement. I mean, that's the reason why we do these things is because, um, you know, we're not a big powerhouse marketing company that can spend thousands of dollars on ad campaigns through Facebook marketing or social media, whatever the case may be. But if we're doing these things that cost us our time and that's all it costs us is our time. Um, we want, we're looking for the engagement. We want people to comment, share, post. They want to tag. We want people tagging people in the, in the mm-hmm. post. Like, oh, I love that. Cause that we know that right then and there they're sharing it with their network and 
their network may go, oh my God, that's not for me, but hey, so-and-so, hey, Jim, you know, Jim Jones, this is the house for you. And then Jim goes, oh, it's not for me, but my cousin's looking for a house. And then he shares it over to him. And then right. the next thing you know, it's spiderwebbed across the internet and and uh, we'd go that way with it. But I, man, I, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, we tried to do the, it was kind of a failed attempt, but it was our first time trying to do like a co-narrated uh, like a Skype video walkthrough on a house that you have for listing. Yeah, but hey, if you don't try, yeah, you're never, never going to succeed. Yep. And if you don't fail, you're never going to succeed. And now we know, all right, we still want to try and do this. How do we make it work? Yep. And we ended up changing it from that, and we ended up getting onto Skype and recording. And so we just found a different platform to do it. We still achieved our goal. Um, but you know, we need to kind of figure out how we can go about doing that Facebook-wise and live and bringing people in and asking questions. So, yeah. um, And I think, so here's what I found the other day. You get two options on the desktop version of Facebook. Um, So what we can do is you get two options. You you can go live on Facebook um, with the camera on you Mm -hmm. as a sole person, or you can go live with your screen shared. So what I think the best thing to do would be is if we're going to do the home tours, we can do the Facebook lives that that way um, but it's only going to show what our screen is showing on the on the computer so right. we can do those live but there won't be any facial interaction with us talking to them and being able to switch it in the middle that's fine I don't think anybody watches for me yeah they don't look maybe at you face. but not yeah, for me I don't know about that either, but, <laughs> um, I'm blushing um, so yeah I think I think we're going to try some of that actually um, I'm going to do a couple of run throughs probably today um, let's do it of the Facebook Live from my personal account. I'm going to try it from the from the group account um, to the group just right. to kind of see how it goes first. And it'll make it just private for our group. But then I'm going to – we'll incorporate that into the thing because I think doing the Facebook Lives, you, you have this thing called a watch party now. So you can start a watch party on your phone. What? what? Party so, over here? Yeah, you can bring all your friends I'll in. bring all the virtual martini glasses, <laughs> all right? Yeah, so it'll be kind of cool. <laughs> but uh, the other thing, like, I want to get into um, the more uh, important, I wouldn't say important, but the reason why we got into the podcast today, and, and we want to talk about a, a topic that we found, um, and just kind of give you guys some ideas on what is, um, it's actually, the title of it's 10 Home Decorating Trends to retire in 2019. So drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Drop it like the ball in Times Square. <laughs> so if, if, if you're doing some of these uh, home decorating tips, um, maybe you want to change. Yeah, yeah. You might, if you're, if you're going to, so. yeah. So it's your home, live how you want to live. But yeah. if you want to sell your house, if no longer your home, it is a business transaction. Yeah. If you look at it that way, it's going to be a lot, a lot less stressful for you, a lot easier to, for everybody to go through that. Yeah, and we also have a podcast. I think it was our first episode was Tips on Selling Your Home. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it Tips on Buying? I can't. There's a podcast episode if you go back in our archives. And you can look. Um, it was the first couple of episodes we did. And it actually, we go through kind of the step-by-step process um, of getting, preparing your home to sell. So I think that's super important. But this isn't going to be one of those uh, ep- you know episodes where we say that this is the end all be all but it's kind of funny to listen to some of the stuff um that that they've called out for 2019 um and the first one um is rose gold 
um, accents and stuff like that. It says rose gold loses its luster. Um, and it's, and basically the, 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 the caption is, uh, like a rose gold, you can't see this cause you're listening, but a rose gold platter or like display tray, um, with a mirror in the bottom of it. And then some rose gold, um, accent pieces inside of it. And I don't know why they're saying that, but it, they say, um, this mauve metallic is out and it's straight up gold and brushed gold are coming back. So if you've got rose gold in your house right now, um, I think what happened was when Apple came out with the rose gold phones and iPads and, and iWatches, it kind of crowded the market with rose gold stuff. And then Michael Kors had the watches that are rose gold. Everything was rose gold. Um, but they're saying now bring back the, the gold plated stuff not too much, or the brushed gold um, is, is the really? way coming back. So that's, that's what they're saying. That's great. You know, I was talking to my mom. We're going to divert here for a second. Go ahead. So I went to a local flea market and because I'm, I'm trying to find different ways to market our listings and, and you know find buyers for our listings, things like that. And there's so many places selling records. Like really? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of records in these little booths and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I've, I've always been, I've been kind of like keeping my eye out for, you know, record player, but I could not ever find, and I know the internet's out there, but I couldn't find, and I'd much rather just kind of look at it. I'm a touchy-feely person. I want yep. to make sure it's not scratched, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I, I know my mom and dad have a record player. I was like, I wonder if it's still in the garage, or it's still in the basement collecting dust. So I call her, I'm like, hey, do you still have it? She's like, yeah. And then I started talking to her and she's like, Walmart's starting to sell records. She's like, they're calling them vinyls, but they're starting to come back too. So it's just, you know, everything just repeats its cycle. Oh, yeah. So if you hold on to your stuff long enough, it'll be back in, in style. So if you have any parachute pants, let me know because yeah. I want to buy them and be like the, you know, the beginning of that when it's still cool. Yeah. Like the Jinko <laughs> big wide leg jeans when you were in high school, like that was like a big. Yeah. Well, for you. When I was in high school. Yeah. Was, for me, for, well, I was in elementary school, but they had these black pants that had zippers everywhere. Oh, yeah, they they yeah. were called parachute pants. So. Oh, yeah. I got you. But anyway, what's next? Sorry. So the the second one is goodbye granite countertops. Now, I've been saying that for a while. I've been telling everybody granite's on its way out. Quartz is on its way in. It, it has become the standard top in new builds like I don't think they do the Formica stuff anymore, right? I mean, well, they they still do probably uh, some of the lower some of the, the yeah the entry level homes they still do uh, Formica. Man, I mean, everything is either granite or granite cultured granite or whatever this the like cultured blue. marble. Yeah, so it's that granite look for cheap, but I think it just got played out really hard. And well, it's not a sealed product. I was talking right. to somebody yesterday where quartz is sealed. That's why we got rid of the quartz or granite and went to quartz. Um, you know, but I was talking to somebody and uh, they have a listing mm -hmm. and gra beautiful granite countertops, but the homeowner did a lot of cooking and mm -hmm. you can kind of see where grease and stuff is lied. And mm -hmm. when they took off their appliances, you can see the difference in color. Like it's visible. Like I saw pictures. You, you can visually see the difference in color hmm. and it's because the granite absorbed everything because it wasn't sealed. Uh. So... Now they have this issue where where the appliances were. It's just like think about it, right? If you if you took something off your garage floor, you're going to see the dust, and there's going to be a clean spot. Yeah, you're having the same thing with the, the granite countertop. Right, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so they're saying granite had a good run in the 1990s all the way through the 2000s, and I think it was yeah 2000s. Um, but it says the kitchen staple is being replaced by quartz, which is considered virtually indestructible. Did what? you know that? Did 
what I've been telling people this. I've been telling I've been telling people for the last two years. White kitchens are coming back. Grays are coming back. Oh, I didn't know this um, part. You just granite, uh, granite's on its way out. Quartz is in. Um, it says right here. So go ahead and set those hot plates down and don't worry about a thing with quartz. But um, and I, I didn't think about this, but now that you just said that, I'm going to read this. It says since granite is porous, it has the potential to trap bacteria that, if not cared for correctly. Um, Oh, that was the end of it. So removing that concerns a welcome relief. Arguably the busiest room in the house is obviously the kitchen. Mm-hmm. If you're cooking, like you said, with those people, yeah. it traps bacteria. Well, well think about it, right? <laughs> if you have granite on your countertops, where you, and you're cut even if you cut your meat on a, a you know, a board, cutting board, how many times do you when you take that package drop some blood or juices oh, or whatever, right? I'm gonna so, go home and scrub my kitchen countertop. Talk to Hope Big Fire, she'll get you some good <laughs> Holy stuff. Crap. Um but yeah, so I want that's that's the other thing. Plus granite mm-hmm. is decaying, right? It decays and it releases radiation. It's a low level radiation, but it's still, you know, so if you you know I'm and, going home and ripping out all my granite. You hey, know, right? Look, I know how you can repurpose it. Yeah, you put yours outside. I so put it's... mine outside. So and now I have a granite outdoor kitchen. It looks so awesome. you know <laughs> who cares what happens to it? It's outside. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number three. Sun setting nautical motifs. What? <laughs> so all this nautical stuff that you got, unless your house is on the beach, it probably is pretty fitting if it's on waterfront. But uh they're saying that uh Get away from the, the nautical stuff. It's not, it's out. It's gone. It's for the seagulls, huh? Yeah. Said you'd think something classic as navy and white could never go out of style, but when it comes to nautical theme decor, that ship is sinking fast. <laughs> so uh, get, get right all the little sailboats here, and the shells and, the, and the starfish out, put it back in the ocean. and uh, <laughs> Call Gilligan, he'll come get yeah. it, right? Um, this is, we were talking about this earlier. This is surprising. Bye bye, Edison bulbs. Mm-hmm. No, I love them. No I, more Edison. And they only came back like they they only came in like what a year ago. I, I think they really got popular about five to six years ago. Really? When they when I started seeing it, yeah. and it wasn't in homes. It was in commercial like commercial restaurants, restaurants like commercial buildings, stuff like that. Um, model high end homes. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they make a LED bulb that looks exactly like it. it's not even glass. It's plastic, but it's all LED and it looks exactly like an Edison bulb. But they're saying the reason is because nobody wants to stare at a uh, bare naked bulb or an exposed bulb. I um, like staring at bare naked. Says it was in, incorporated in industrial motifs, uh, which are also on the way out, by the way. So they're saying that not only are Edison bulbs out or going out, the industrial theme and look is kind of outplayed too. So which is interesting because I know a lot of a lot of uh, modern esque homes they're doing some industrial. Um, kind of adds here and there mm-hmm. so leaving a little bit of the rustic feel to it hey don't wait 30 years it'll be back yep it'll come everything comes back um, i can't wait for popcorn ceiling to come back yeah that, i don't think that's like <laughs> above our heads right now or or a sad carpet yeah so number five is going to be see you later statement range hoods and i didn't i don't know it depends if that's the reason that you put the hood in there I think a decorative, nice range hood looks good if it's fitting in with all the regular decor right. around it. But if it's like the center focal piece, maybe not. Yeah. It's, you know, you put a big brass, shiny, like hand hammered uh, or, you know, 
brass or copper hand hammered hood and you have a rustic country themed kitchen, then I think that's fine. But if you did that in the middle of a white cabinet and white tile, subway tile kitchen, I don't think that that would look very well. Right. And that's what the picture here shows is like, it's this strange looking uh, art deco, like yeah, that, that, modern looking. It looks like, it looks like half the, uh, half the uh, lampshade from that movie, The yeah. Christmas Story. <laughs> <laughs> no tassels. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what they're saying. Um, the other one, now that one actually kind of looks pretty good. Um, so the other one is number six is going to be. Oh, I don't. I don't think that's correct at all. This is. I think this is wrong. I think this is actually coming in. Let's see. So long, all white kitchens. Nope. That's well, all in. white. So I, I could kind of buy all white kitchens. Yeah, but the white table, the white chair. I don't think yeah. that's a good idea. So white cabinets and, and a, like a gray countertop. Yeah, and a. Gray backsplash yeah. is going to look phenomenal. Yeah, you, you know it's going to because they're going to pop. How do I know? Because I just did it to my house and it looks fantastic. Yeah, you got to do the right colors. Yeah, so whites and grays, not all white, not all gray. You're not in a prison and you're not in heaven. So <laughs> you know, break it up a little bit. Have, have a little bit of heaven and prison together. All right, exactly. But, um, you know, you want to go with a neutral color and not a, like a dark gray. Not a super light gray. You want to have like a medium toned gray. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think definitely white is fine in the main aspects of the kitchen. You know, top, the tops, cabinetry, mm-hmm. and all that. I just think that you gotta you gotta mix in a little color here and there, uh, which is important. you got to. All right. uh, number seven is questioning the wisdom of, of a realtor. Oh. <laughs> no, questioning <laughs> the wisdom of word art. So, um, oh, putting on those little decorations all over your wall, yeah, like it says live, love, laugh, and yeah, love, be blessed, be happy, something like yeah. that. This one says, learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. Yeah, which <laughs> well, it's a lot of filler if, again. If it's your home, go for it, right? Yeah. If, if you need to or you want to have some little motivation around there to kind of spruce things up or make it feel like a warm, loving home, go for it. But if you're going to sell the the home, it no longer is a home. It is a house. It is no longer a personal possession. It is a business transaction. And if you look at everything like that, you're going to be fine. If you continue to try and sell your house, thinking it is your home in your memory box, mm. which doesn't mean it's not, but you have to change your mentality yeah. about it. Um, now so, it's an investment. Right. And you're looking for the next step. You're not holding on to it like a box of pictures from your childhood that's different right it's a house right you know um yeah i don't you I mean i think i look at a lot of things sometimes and i i don't like i hate to say it but sometimes i look at certain decorations and i'm like really <laughs> like really like that's so trendy it's literally in everybody's house like i want to make sure that when I put stuff on my walls, like it's different than everybody else's stuff. I don't. Like oh, it and it is different. Yeah, it is different. Definitely different. You like marine cord your whole yeah. house. <laughs> okay. Hoorah! So, uh, number eight, barn doors. You're back out in the cold. Mm. Um, I think they have a place. I don't think they should go in everyone, uh, everyone's home. But it says right here. It says there's no debating it. Barn doors had a moment. Okay, adding them to bathrooms or closets. Uh, brought the rustic charm of the country indoors, no matter your locale. But as farmhouse chic 
style wains, barn doors are being put out to pasture. I don't know. What's your take? I I do not have a barn door, but I like them. I want to put one I, in my upstairs theater, like because I don't. It's it's just a upstairs. You go up the stairs right. and you go into a little square landing, and then you're into an open game room style theater, right? I don't want to put a curtain up like an old theater curtain because I think it that's tacky. It is tacky, right? You could probably do it tastefully, but I think it's a lot no, harder. It's tacky. There, I don't want to frame in a door at the top of the stairwell because then it's a lot more work. I think if I just hang a, a metal brace runner. And have a sliding door just to kind of separate the space. Right. It might be a little bit better, but I don't know. Well, I like barn doors for a couple of reasons. One, you don't have a door that swings out, mm-hmm. right, or swing in, mm-hmm. so you you don't have to like my office. I have dual French doors, right? So I have to plan. Space I have to, to open yeah, you have to allocate space for them, right? Two, I have a home office. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm taking you know classes there. Sometimes I'm watching videos, doing research. I just need some private time. Like right now, the kids are home from school. Mm-hmm. If I had a barn door instead of French doors, I could slide that barn door over. I kind of got some privacy. I'm not being distracted because my dog keeps looking in or, you got or the kids doors. are running around. Yeah, because I have glass French doors. And your and, office is right in the middle of the house. Yes. Facing everything. Three, my glass doors always get nose prints from my dogs <laughs> because they're always trying to get in and looking yeah, at Panda prints that are real high off the floor. Yeah, and then you what's, got little what's David prints. doing? Let me see how I can annoy him because he looks busy. Um, or my kids, you know, they'll come around and like put their hands on there and just mm-hmm. kind of like make faces at me or whatever. So, yeah. um, but you can make them, I think they're decorative when they're open, they're kind of decorative. And mm-hmm. then when you close, like I can close my door. Yeah. If I had a barn door, I could close that door have people over and they're not looking in my office. Yeah. You know, not that I have anything to hide, but I do have my transactions on my board, things like that. Um, people's names are on my board. Nothing. I don't put any, you know, like income amounts because I don't, I don't put anything like that. It's yeah. basically who sales my client price, is and sales price, the address, things yeah. like that. So, but to me, I'm very private about that information. I don't like to have that out. Um, so I think barn doors have a purpose. Personally, so what's the reason? Um, have you ever thought about putting your office upstairs in your um, where it used to be the football well, hall of fame? Yeah, so the <laughs> reason why I did not put it upstairs in the loft, although it would be nice because it'd be big and spacious, yeah, I we could have the Karis right I do a lot of business in the Seguin, Marion, Cibolo area. Yeah. Our main mm-hmm. office is over by the airport, mm-hmm. so. I've put a lot of contracts together in this area and it's been more beneficial to go to my house and do the paperwork versus driving 25 miles to the office. Mm-hmm. So if I have a client that comes to my house and they happen to be physically disabled, if I have my office upstairs where all my paperwork's at, then I mm-hmm. either got to bring it down and then they feel bad because I got to bring it down. Or mm-hmm. So I just try to eliminate that altogether so that there's no... That's a good idea. So that's why I'm, I have my office downstairs. Yeah. And, you know, he's even had that office when we first moved in because I was in the Army and stuff. And we had a, an extra bedroom open. So she was like, hey, put your office in there. I was like, no, I'm not going to potentially bring home a client and be like, come to my bedroom so we can do some work. Mm-hmm. You know, that just sounds totally bad. Yeah. So she it's now has... It's in the has, back of the house. In the yeah, and, she, and she's not working and stuff like that. So I put her office into that bedroom because nobody's ever going to come for her on a professional purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, no, that makes sense. that's why I did it. But unfortunately, the way my 
office is set up, I have no real way to put a barn door um, because my the front of it's kind of it's you know cubed out. And so if, if you take oh, an octagon, yeah. it's it's flat and then it kind of angles out. So yeah. I can't put a barn door there, or I'd be killing space somewhere right. either in the walkway coming into the house or uh, the hall closet or whatever. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. I forgot. You're, you're, it does yeah. have like an angle on each side. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Moving on. Uh, Next. Number nine is Chevron prints. I don't like it anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me, but it says Chevron prints are no longer on point. If you see the little Chevron. Oh, on like your furniture and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So who cares? You're... Yeah, so that's to me that's kind of nitpicking. I don't care what your furniture looks like if it's super, super, super hideous. And plus, nobody's gonna be coming into your house and be like, "I'm not buying this house because you have chevron or floral print furniture." Yeah. Well, they're gonna be, be like, to "Man, the stager too." Say, tell the stager, "Do not put chevron prints in my house." Right. So, well, if you're using a professional, they should be up on this stuff. Yeah. But I've never shown a house that had funky furniture and somebody would be like, I can't put an offer in on this house because it has funky furniture. Yeah. And even if they did, I would be like, who cares if you love the house, that furniture is not going to be there. Mm-mm. You know, so I think that's some nit- nitpicking stuff that there personally. Super I think they're just trying to cry, come up with some stuff to write about. To make 10? To yeah. get to 10? They, they, they couldn't come up because it just sounds funky. The top nine things to look out for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So number 10, and this brings us to the last one. I think it's the final one here. This is, this is actually controversial for me because I like this. It's shiplap gets docked. I like shiplap. I think, That's because you're in the core. You like I, ship. I think, I think it looks really good as an accent wall. Like, say if that wall over there, um, we just did shiplap on that wall. It's not a very big wall. It doesn't take up, uh, but a, not even half of the room, right? And so, if that wall was the accent wall that I wanted to do, I put the shiplap on there, put some whatever on the wall. I think it has a fitting place, but if you overuse it, like the entire room is shiplap, like an old solarium. Uh, you know, our front uh, screened-in room. All the walls are like windows and shiplap. Like I don't like that. It's it's more of a. I don't know. If you did it the right way, I think it looks all right though. Yeah. Well, it it, it all depends on the the structure too. Yeah. Right, and where it's located at. You know, if you have yeah. a historical house, maybe you expose some of the natural shiplap. Yep. And because people like old homes and some of that stuff, so. Mm-hmm. But if you're building a, a brand new home in the middle of the country, you know, I don't know. But I guess it, it has its place, but I'm indifferent on that. So I I, uh, I, I won't vote yay or nay. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's got a place. I, don't, I think definitely you shouldn't do it in every room. Or in, in like so you got one and a half room. thumbs up. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a one and a quarter to one and a half thumbs up. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I think that's pretty much, yeah, that's the last one. So... Um, we're coming up on time here anyway, so we're 30 minutes in. So, um, yeah, so I guess that's pretty much it. So uh, I really want to make a big push in 2019 for our, our listeners to, you know, find a platform that they like to listen to the podcast on. And I really want to make a big push this year for reviews. I really would appreciate some feedback from each and every one of you, um, because we don't know we're doing something wrong or right unless we're told we think we do everything right. So <laughs> I know Dave is uh, a little bit of a glutton for uh, 
for feedback as well. So I love being punched in the face. Yeah, face the so, box. So. so it's it's one of those things. Like I wish um, each and every one of you could you know leave us some feedback or reviews. If you're on Instagram, I mean not Instagram, iTunes, you can leave us a five star review or leave us a one star if you feel you know that bad about it. But we just want to have a little bit of feedback, and you can leave us the review. And also, um, you know, something to think about is subscribing to the podcast because that way you get all of our episodes when they go um, public uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of every week. Uh, we did take a holiday break. We wanted to make sure that we, we spent enough time, um, you know, with our families and friends and, and with our work careers, taking care of our clients. Uh, it's our top priority. And uh, not that uh, the podcast isn't top priority, but it's a lot of moving parts and it's a lot of work. And we just wanted to take that time off and, and uh, really kind of hone in on the 2019 coming year. And we think we're going to be uh, really successful with having some awesome interviewees because our, our goal is to bring in industry leaders, people that are the top notch in their industry and in all of the services that we provide and all of the things that come along with real estate. I mean, everything from before the purchase to all the way after the purchase and then into the next, you know, purchase for friends and family or your network or whatever. So if you want to get a hold of us, please leave us a, uh, a review. You can go on our website at sanantonio-realtypros.com. You can um, hit the contact us button there. Send us an email. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook Messenger. It's going to be the Karis Randolph Signature Property Group's uh, Facebook page. It's also, if you want to find us in the search bar, you just put the at symbol, San Antonio Realty Pros. And, um, I mean, I guess that's it, David. Is that You got anything else? Yeah, just share it. Share yeah. the podcast. Get the word out. Um, Steven and I are going to do some cool things. We're going to like uh, – and find us on Facebook too because we're going to start doing some cool things. We're going to get a number generator and we're going to pick, uh, randomly pick a number and give out a gift card. We're going to do that like once a month or something like that. Just a gift card to just show our appreciation for you following us, supporting us. Um, but yeah, just you know, give us your questions too because you know, we can talk about anything, but we'd rather talk about stuff that matters to you. Yep. But yeah, I appreciate it. I look forward to, to doing this more throughout 2019. I'm excited because we're going to start doing some video podcasts too. Yep. I mean, we're, we're anything we can do to, to market our properties and, and our services and stuff like that to better our clients, we're going to do it. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next episode then. That's a wrap. <laughs>